I talked to my oldest son, Andy, yesterday, who's uh, a published, polished public speaker, and he told me the first thing you need to do is find your feet. <laughs> don't, don't trip on the way up to the podium. Uh, much of my time is spent alone drawing and painting, so being up here today is definitely a stretch. Uh, please hang in there with me. And I'm going to have to rely on a script here so I don't uh, forget something. But first, thank you to Nancy Heiser for the nomination. Such a kind gesture. I remember her as Nancy Nordstrom, class of 72, gifted student, talented artist, and part of a group of friends who enjoyed hanging out in the art room. Thanks to Kristen Heath, Catherine Bergman, and other, Bergen, and others for your hard work organizing this event. Also, thank you to the selection committee and congratulations to all being recognized today. I'm extremely grateful for the support of my family and friends and touched that many, many of you are here. I mean, this is, this, this is my clan right here, this two or three rows worth. I know several people who forged lifelong friendships when they were in college or the military. For me, it was a pious. Go class of 73. Special people and special memories. Some of those memories are heartwarming, some heartbreaking, and some fall into a category that might be called, what was I thinking? <laughs> to the members of the infamous pumpkin ring, I'm glad we survived our criminal past. A Halloween prank that went awry involving truckloads of stolen jack-o'-lanterns and a classic example of teenage boys getting stuck on stupid. <laughs> After creating a slight disturbance at the old king's drive-in, actually it was a pumpkin fight, uh, you could say a pumpkin projectile extravaganza. We were arrested and booked, complete with mug shots and fingerprints. Then it was jail time until our parents picked us up. The next day, there was a front page article in the Lincoln Journal Star with a headline that read, Pumpkin Ring Squashed. <laughs> Poor Father Vap was superintendent at the time. It was great PR for Pius. A favorite art-related memory was being awarded a Pius National Honor Society scholarship to further my education. Greg Baker was president of NHS our senior year, so to Greg and others who were part of that decision, your vote of confidence has been a source of inspiration my entire career. After high school came military service in the Air Force, marriage, and attending the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. Following graduation, it was 30 magical years in the Twin Cities, raising a family and working as an illustrator. It's inevitable that we all experience hardship, life's twists and turns. Due to a series of major challenges, I moved back to Lincoln on July 24, 2012. Three weeks later, my dad passed away. It was my lowest point, both personally and professionally, a few months later, my life and work took another turn when I received a call from Father Scott Courtney regarding a painting commission of the four evangelists for St. Anthony's Church in Steiner. Kim Miller, a good friend of my sister Shelley and relative of Father Courtney, had shown him my dad's funeral program. We used my painting, Father and Son, on the cover. It's a depiction of young Jesus and Joseph in the carpenter shop. There's light streaming through the window, which symbolizes God the Father. A favorite childhood memory is my dad bringing home stacks of paper for me to draw on. 
Um, it was from his office, so half the time there was one side that was typed on, but I didn't care. I, I just loved it. Maybe the project for St. Anthony's was his way of providing more drawing paper. It seemed like Dad, St. Joseph, and the good Lord were telling me to man up. There was more work to be done. Things kind of snowballed after that with a steady stream of painting commissions and mural projects at several churches throughout the country. I'm currently working on a job for Father Boroviak at St. Michael's Church here in Lincoln. It's a big one, so I would appreciate your prayers. I know my time is limited today, but please permit me two quick stories before I conclude. All of the projects these past several years have been a real blessing, and I've had the privilege of meeting so many inspirational people, but two jobs really stand out. St. James in Duluth and All Saints in Holdridge. Everything that happened at St. James seemed like a God thing. I became good friends with the pastor, Father Rinch Kunst, and was deeply impacted by parishioner Cheryl Foldesey and her family. I saw Cheryl at daily mass, and she would occasionally stop by to view my view work in progress. Excuse me. She was always cheerful, but I noticed she stayed after mass every day and seemed deep in prayer. Soon I was to find out why. It was a Wednesday, and the church was packed. Cheryl's family, along with many parishioners and young people, were in attendance. The Foldesies have eight children, and I learned during Father Rich's homily that the Mass marked the one-year anniversary of the death of their son, Michael. On June 10, 2019, 16-year-old Michael, suffering from depression, took his own life. The job at St. James involved painting an angel mural on the two large walls flanking the sanctuary. After the memorial mass, Father Rich and I decided to dedicate the angel art to Michael. Father was a friend of the family's and knew they would appreciate the gesture. I painted his name in small letters on one of the angel wings. It was a very emotional moment when we showed Cheryl what we had done. We gave the family the preliminary drawing of Michael's angels, and it's framed and displayed in their home. Cheryl, some of her family, and several parishioners stopped in to say goodbye on my last day. I didn't want to leave. That evening, Father Rich, I'll get through this one. That evening, Father Rich sent photos he had just taken of the clouds above the church. In color and shape, they were an exact match to the clouds painted in the angel mural. The project at All Saints Church in Holdridge was just plain fun. Father Lux and the staff were great, and there were so many inspiring young families. It was also an opportunity to work again with Char and Jean Kriz, who were responsible for the overall renovation. I'm grateful to the Deaver family and many others for their friendship and support, but above all, it was the children at All Saints School who made that experience so special. Excited fist bumps at daily mass, donut parties, and much more. Just being with them every day was a joy. I have a box of, full of their drawings and cards that I've saved. Well, early in the project, the teachers brought the students in to see work in progress. They were excited, curious, and had many questions. Before answering, I paused and asked them a question. Why are we doing this? Why is Father Lux, your parents, and parishioners working so hard to make your church a more beautiful place? 
A few answers followed, and then this shy little girl, maybe second or third grade, slowly raised her hand. I called on her, and in a soft voice she said, this is, <laughs> she said, we are doing this to help us pray better. Okay, so I've read great material from Pope Benedict, Bishop Barron, Bishop Connolly, and others on the role of art and beauty in evangelization, but wow, out of the mouths of babes. People sometimes ask if I'd like to do more personal art for the gallery market. There was a time when that was a burning ambition, but not anymore. I might paint a few landscapes when I'm too old to be dangling from scaffolding, but it's not high on my bucket list. The work I'm doing now is very personal, and if indeed it might help others pray better or touch families like the Foldeses, then nothing compares with that. Finally, to the students at Pius and all aspiring young artists out there, a career in the arts has its unique challenges, steady employment being a major one. But as with most professions, it requires faith, education, and hard work. Be humble and honestly assess your talents. Learn from great artists, past and present, and never stop practicing your craft. This may sound cliche, but there are no shortcuts. Make Jesus the source of your strength and strive to be a conduit for something greater than yourself. Be prepared for life's twists and turns, but open to God's surprises. Whether it's art or another calling, he has a task just for you, and finding that brings great joy. Thank you.